Literally, what the frick? <laughs> And here we go. It is so good to be here. I'm so sorry. It has now been two weeks since I have joined you in your weekly commute, your weekly stay at home on the couch, but I'm back. And I'm back because we are adjusting to life with bed bugs. So Katie, I want to tell our listeners a few things about this. First, they are really hard to get rid of. Second, they're very easy to get in a major American city. I know it seems unlikely, but it literally takes like putting your suitcase down in a hotel room that has them overnight. And those suckers will crawl right in. Uh, and also third, it actually appears likely that I got them during my travels in February. And so that means it took months for them to reach the critical mass required for me to notice them. That's how long these things can be with you. How do you, how do you know that's how you got them? Uh, for legal reasons, I'm not allowed to get into my conversations with my landlord. Um, however, that is, the implication has been made that this is not a problem where I live. And so I am at fault. And <laughs> potentially that is true. Uh, but again, this does require them being dormant from February through August. Anyway, my point is this. If you wake up one morning and you have a bite, you should immediately call an inspector to test. Because what happened is I was getting bit like once every four or so days and I was like, I, I have no signs of bed bugs. I tore my entire bed apart. The problem is, Katie, they weren't living in my bed. They were living in my ceiling. And it wasn't until there were enough of them that they couldn't fit in the ceiling anymore. And they were just hanging out on the wall that I noticed them. Okay, I'm just going to stop you there because I have literal shivers right now thinking about this. So can we get to... <laughs> Yeah, no, so I'm happy to be Where are you now? <laughs> I'm currently at a friend's, um, and we took extreme precaution to not, for me to not bring them. So I ordered clothes to their home. I ordered a book for pleasure reading to their home. Um, and I literally showed up with me, my laptop, and my phone and my phone charger and my headphones. And I looked naked when I walked in the door, threw the clothes into a bag, threw that bag immediately out, showered, and have since been living in these new clothes that I bought and sent directly to their home. My skin is actually crawling. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this is the first time I've gotten more than five hours of sleep uh, because I just lay up at night scratching myself. Um, so it's really not fun, and I appreciate the support I've gotten from the listeners. I've gotten actually zero DMs from people <laughs> saying, hey, hope everything's okay. Um, so I think that really just shows you how much everyone loves Laura Kane. Am I right? 
Yeah, and I have to say, you guys, we had an overwhelming amount of listens on that episode. People loved it. Um, it's a little offensive because I think they liked it more than all the episodes Nick and I have done. So I don't know if that's something against Nick, something for Laura. Like, I'll let you No, definitely decide. something against Nick and for Laura, I think. Both. Which is okay. fine. Which is fine. It's- like, yeah. So we definitely yeah. consider, we have considered bringing Laura on as a permanent third co-host, but you know, I don't know if she'll do that. She definitely is a little busy. So we'll convince her. We'll convince her. Let's get into the topic of the episode this week. Nick, do you want to introduce it for us? Sure. Oh, God, I'm already annoyed. The topic this week is the quote unquote bro code or girl code. And I think that, I mean, Katie will do this best. It's important to distinguish between them. At first we were like, let's talk about boy code and girl code. But then as we looked into it, we were like, girl code is pretty logical. And bro code is kind of, what would you say? Um, Bro code is essentially, yeah, no, bro code is essentially a front to preserve toxic masculinity. Right. So we want to go through a couple situations that one would have to refer to the bro code or the girl code and kind of go through the differences of those. So the first one that's pretty common is the idea of dating your friend's ex. I think that boys and girls have a very different way of going about that problem i think girls would say don't even go near it like an ex is an ex and that's something that like you don't even think about um i think they would say maybe with like a fling it's maybe okay if you have permission from your friend but all in all i think girls are like just stay away from the situation and if you break it it's kind of like come on like that's bad friend right for me this comes this is like a statute of limitations thing like, when I'm in high school, I would be upset if my best friend dated my ex from high school. However, now, if my best friend texts me and was like, oh my god, remember that girl? You, I just found out I'd met this girl, we're dating, turns out you dated her in high school, I'd be like, I don't care. I also think, like, I am very, like, I have a weird thing. I'm unique. I understand it. But, like, there are plenty of people in my life whom I've, like, had a run-in with, whom I remain friends with. Whereas some people are, like, oh, my God. Like, one time at this party, we made out. How dare you ever date them? So I think it has to do with, one, statute of limitations. Like, are we over it? If you're over it, you're either over it or you're not. And if you're not over it, then you have a problem with someone dating them. If you are truly over it, then, like, I don't think it should matter. I agree with the statutes of limitations, but I also think that I'm over some of the people I've dated, but I still would be kind of weirded out if one of my friends dated them. So, yeah. Right? And I think, too, this is where you have to factor in. If we're friends, well, I mean, law of averages, we'd probably not end up dating the same people, Katie. But, like, in general, if I'm friends with someone and they are, like, dating my ex, and it's, like, my, I guess where I'm struggling is this, okay? If my best friend falls in love with my ex, 
then like blank happens and I'm going to do my best to get over it. But, right, like, but why, why were they even in the position to fall in love with them? You know what I mean? Stupid works in mysterious ways. No, I'm kidding. I agree with you. And I agree with that point. I guess really what I'm trying to say, if this person is just going to start dating your ex for like a fling and they're going to be bringing them around and you're going to be uncomfortable, then they should just like not date the ex. But like if somehow a situation has happened where they're like the last two people to survive a plane crash and they fall in love, then like you've got to get over it. You know what I mean? Like I just think like, is like you're not supposed to just, hang out with other people's exes i think i also think it matters how close you are with the friend if it's one of my best friends obviously it's not even thinkable to like we wouldn't even think of doing something like that because it's like i don't even run in the same circles as my friend's ex my friend's exes you know so i think that's a good point katie because i think like we went to a very small college where like you knew everyone and you were pretty much friendly with everyone so I remember like this huge situation where it was like a friend was with another friend's ex and people were taking sides. And I was just like, look, they're really like at our school, you get like, we consider everyone a friend and like, you just like, it's a small school. So limited dating pool to begin with. Second of all, it was a quick one-time thing. They're not trying to get married. So get over it. There are only like four friends I think who are guys that I would be like struggling if they dated one of my exes yeah so I think that's where it differs with girl code and bro code because like bro code is I think they're a little more lenient about these things like I like we said we went to a small college everyone knows each other so that also makes the dating scene very difficult because it's like you start talking to someone and then they're like oh I talked to your friend two years ago this is weird when it shouldn't be. Right. It's not. And just like, cause we had what, 500 people in our grade, maybe more, but like, so it, it's hard to find someone who hasn't dated someone who runs in your circle or you're at least like friendly with. So you can't hate everyone for that. I think it's different if you go to a large school where you can, you should be able to find someone who hasn't dated your friend. And I think that's where it differs with boys and girls because Girls probably take that one a little more seriously. I think with boys, all it takes is a conversation being like, hey, man, I'm talking to your ex. Do you care? And the boy's like, no, I don't care. And then they're like, okay. But cool. also, I think, I think really what we're both saying, though, is every situation is unique. And that's one of these things with, like, the bro code rules that I just don't understand because there are plenty of exes where if my best friend Brandon was like, yo, I interested in I would say okay like I don't own that person and I think that's where I like really struggle is like you have obligations to your friends but also like what am who am I to stop to consenting adults right no and I agree I think it each situation is different yeah you gotta play by ear I don't think like a code is accurate because like how do you define x how do you define bros or friends how do you define, like, when it's okay? I just think, like, basically, instead of relying on a made-up code, how about communicating openly and honestly with your friends about things happening in your life? 
Maybe if men were capable of doing that in their friendship, we wouldn't need a fake code from a TV show to tell us how to be friends with each other. Full stop, period. Like, that's all. I agree. And also, if we're being honest, I don't want to date any of my friends' exes anyway because I know all the horrible things that they've done to them. them? Bottom line is don't be a bad friend, you know? Boy or girl, don't be a bad friend. And also, be honest about who your ex is. The kid who sits in front of you in class that looks, turns around behind you once and smiles at you because you helped them out with a homework assignment is not someone who's your ex. That's so, that's such a good point because I don't think, like you said, if you make out with someone at a frat party and then your friend starts dating them three months later, it doesn't count. It's not your ex. No, that's exactly. And the other thing too is like, I think, and this is what I, I think this is actually a good way to conceptualize what I was trying to say earlier about seriousness is like, Mm -hmm. if two people make out at a party and that's like it for them. And then you start talking to their ex and it's like, oh, we're like doing more than making out. We're going on dates. We're like having real conversations with each other. That like outweighs like one drunk makeout at a frat party. And I just think like people should be honest about who they, I don't believe in the whole thing of like dibs on other people like really grosses me out and like I have a visceral reaction to it. So, like, for lack of a better term, like, you should be honest about who you get to, like, claim you have dating dibs on. And it's, like, the person that you mistakenly meet out with one night is not them. Right, Nick. I totally agree. And this leads perfectly into our next example, which is what happens when you and your friend like the same person. I think going off of what you were saying, Nick, I, if my friend is constantly telling me that they like someone... I'm not going to purposely go after them, but yeah. if it's like a, oh, they liked them in the past and now it's like a, not, it's like a, not a black and white, they're dating or they never did. Like, I don't think that if you just like someone that that keeps them off limits to your friends. I think there's a line, like be a good friend, but like, I think that just makes things more dramatic than it needs to be. Right. Like if you came to me and you were like, I like person A, I would not pursue person A. But if you came to me and you were like, oh, I like person A, I'm like, oh, that's awkward because I've been also crushing on person A, then like we need to have a conversation and let the best man win because person A has free will. And if they're choosing me or they're choosing you, like, let's go. Let's see who it is. There's two ways to go about that. If person A, can we give them a name? Let's name them. Um, Henry. I don't know a single Henry. So I think that's perfect. No, it's not about, if your name is Henry and you went to say it's not about you because I literally don't know you. <laughs> there's Henry, and then there's my friend Nicole, another made-up person. Nicole and I are both crushing on Henry. We could go about this two ways. We could say, hey, this is going to hurt our friendship. We should avoid the situation. Why don't neither of us talk to Henry? I don't think that works because I think that girls, if you desperately crave attention as bad as I do, not saying I'm a bad friend, but as a girl, I don't think girls follow that. You could say, don't talk to Henry. And it's like, okay, I won't. But if I see him at a party, I'm going to talk to him. If he Snapchats me, I'm going to answer. Like, I don't think it works unless you guys literally both block the kid. And like, and then there's another way to go about it, which is what you said, Nick, best man wins, which is right. whoever he likes, 
is the winner. And <laughs> and let's be real, most of the time, it's neither of you. So you're exactly. Fine. <laughs> so listen, Katie and Nicole, I think you're forgetting that Henry's talking to 19 other girls. It's not just you and him. <laughs> Right. So I think my point is that girl code is typically to say, hey, let's stay away from it to preserve our friendship. Boy code in that situation is definitely best man wins. Boys and girls do both of those solutions, depending on the type of friendship they have, how serious they are about Henry. An important caveat to this conversation that I probably should have led with. I have very few like male friends because this culture just repulses me and so like like I think I literally have like four or five guy friends the idea of like perpetuating this like culture it just really drives me crazy Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I definitely think it just uh, emphasizes a weird behavior and the next example that we have is what it means to be a wingman Nick Let's get your perspective. What do you think it means to be a wingman at a bar or a party? Right. Yeah. So my ideal wingman is a guy who goes up to the person on ox, requests that they play he said, she said, and <laughs> lets me show my true self. And I think, like, just be a normal human being. Be supportive of your friend. But I think I have never once found that, like, Going up to a girl and being like, wait till you hear about my friend Brandon is an effective strategy. Being a wingman has two purposes. It serves two very important purposes coming from a girl. One, to hype your friends up and like help them if they're like trying to flirt with someone. And two, to make sure they don't go home with anyone that could harm them in any way. So I think that is really important in the girl code is like you see your friend talking to someone like sketchy at the bar you're not you're gonna try and rip them away and I don't think boys do that I don't think boys ever try to rip their friends away from girls at a party or a bar I think that's probably true I think girls at bars and parties typically look out for each other like if they see anything sketchy happening they tend to even if it's not your friend like if you see someone in the bathroom crying you're gonna help them that's just like girls become the nicest people ever at bars when they like see another girl in trouble. So I think that's really important about girl code. I don't think bro code has any redeeming qualities, but on that note, let's give some examples. Yeah. So in preparing, Oh God. Nick, you just got to do it. In preparing for this episode, I visited brocode.org. And I think when we edit the episode, we should bleep out the exact URL so that we don't give them any advertising dollars. So <laughs> I visited the website. I'm going to read some of them. If a bro gets a dog, it must be at least knee height when fully grown. I stopped reading after that one, so the rest will be a surprise to me. That is the third one. Um, And I think my thing with all of these is, like, who is allowed to be a bro? So, bros do not share dessert. Imagine sitting at a dinner table, two guys, one of them orders a cheesecake, okay? Doesn't finish it. The other one's looking at the cheesecake. And and he's like, oh, I really want a bite of that cheesecake, right? And then he hears an echo in his head, and he's like, bro code, 
don't you can't share dessert with your bro come on look brandon and i are not about to order a sunday with like one sunday with two spoons but like if brandon like orders a cheesecake and is done and i'm like excuse me but did that cheesecake and like also the thing with brandon that people don't brandon orders the most expensive thing on the menu so Brandon's ordering a cheesecake. I want a bite of that cheesecake because it's probably a $70 cheesecake. And so, I mean, you can tell me I will sacrifice being a bro for that. Um, yep. Another thing, a bro will not sleep with another bro's sister. However, a bro is allowed to be vocal about her level of attractiveness. Vocal. If I have a friend who falls in love with my sister, and wants to date my sister, who is a good guy, I don't care. But I, even if they are dating, and even if they have a genuine love, I don't want him commenting on her attractiveness to me. Right. Like, what? I feel like, I feel like dating someone, treating them with respect is better than just being like, yo, your sister's hot. This one stood out to me as extremely weird. Like, the bro reserves the right to speak vocally about the other bro's sister. Like, what? I don't talk about my sister, but, like, she's her own person and can make her own decisions. This one really got me. A bro never applies sunscreen to another bro. Like, if you're at the beach and you don't want to burn your back, like, no one cares. Imagine getting a sunburn just because you're too protective of your masculinity to ask your friend. To- it's so absurd. Spray it on your back. A bro is not expected to notice another bro's new haircut. I have to remove myself from this conversation. Oh my god. Like, all the time, I'm like, my actual brother, I'm like, brother, did you get a haircut? He's like, yeah. I'm like, it looks good. Like, that is not weird. It's just so dumb. A bro never wears Crocs? Excuse me? Have you seen? Name a better footwear for the rain you can't they're the most versatile shoe why would you a bro never lets another bro go without crocs what like i don't know bros don't use umbrellas i'm I'm supposed to get rained on so i can affirm my heterosexuality what what so you're telling me that these these people are so obsessed with being tough that they'll get sunburns and get soaking wet in the rain come on bros don't wear a turtleneck the rock wears a turtleneck next one when a bro isn't invited to another bro's wedding they don't make a big deal about it then you're not bros if you were invited to their wedding you're not bros (laughs) like if if i were not invited to one of my friend's wedding and they invited like like they weren't just like oh we just had my immediate family i would be like I want to like, like their decisions, their decision, but also just like, are we good? Like, what? So weird. A bro is never vegan because of course, how masculine or like how much of a guy you are depends on how much meat you eat. Bros, I like can't read it. Hold on. Bros start at least one fire a year. I'm sorry. What does that mean? If you want to be a bro, you have to commit arson. (laughs) What? <laughs> like you, if you are not burning down an abandoned shed, you can't be a man. Real men burn stuff. 
Like, what? And then a real bro will take the blame and go to jail for them. That's a real bro. Like, I... It was literally exhausting. It just seems like being a a tough bro is so lonely. Like, don't you guys have emotions? You're allowed to show them, you know? You are. That's my thing. Oh, that that was a bro never cries. It was like, okay, yeah. Okay, well, it's so horrible. So horrible. It, none of it makes sense to me. I don't understand the culture. I'm, I really have nothing else to say. That list is everything I needed to say. I just think that this idea of this, like, girl code applies to the way you treat your friends, I think, and that you're there for them and just not being a bad friend and you're being supportive and, like, loyal, which I think is fine. But bro code is, like, a commitment to yourself to be tough, to not show that you're upset to literally, like, not be good friends and to each other. Bro code, if it's not about how to have sex with a girl, if it's not about that, it's about getting this, like, conception of a straight man. It's, like, so, it's so horrible. horrible. It really is. I don't know if any of you have seen those TikToks where it's, like, a trend where you, like, start videotaping your boyfriend and while they're being, like, all cute to you, and then once they notice you're recording, they, like, toughen up. It's honestly embarrassing. Like, how – like, there was this one video I'm thinking of where this girl's, like, laying in her boyfriend's bed, and she's, like, recording him. And she's, like, oh, I don't feel good. And he's, like, what's wrong? Your, does your belly hurt? Do you want me to get you some soup? How about some water? Like, he's being wicked nice to her. And he's, like, are you recording me? And his, his entire tone changed. He's like, are you recording me? She's like, yeah, I was just going to send it to my friends. And he literally was like, okay, well, do you want soup or not? <laughs> like, he was wicked rude to her. I was, and everyone's, like, laughing about it on TikTok. I'm like, this is not normal behavior. It's weird. No. No. And, like, we should be encouraging men to be good boyfriends. I've been afforded plenty of privilege because I'm a man. But, like, I don't get excited that I'm a man. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have, I have coasted through. Society has given me a lot of second chances I would have not have been afforded if I were born a different gender or sex. What I'm saying is I, like, don't understand guys like, yeah, I'm a man's man. Like, what is a man? I just, like, <laughs> what does it mean to be a man? <laughs> stupid it's like why can't we just be good people i like don't i don't right like the bottom line is just be a good person be a good friend be a good boyfriend or girlfriend and like this this whole bro code like we talked about just enforces toxic masculinity and like at the root of it it's like why boys don't feel like they can show their emotions or why they feel like they can't act like they like their girlfriend. Imagine just, like, in front of your guy friends being like, oh, I don't like her. But you're dating her. Of course yes. you like her. <laughs> imagine, imagine if when you were in fifth grade and on the playground and you had a crush on so-and-so, you could just be like, yeah, I have a crush on so-and-so instead of pushing them down the slide to make it <laughs> right. seem like you were too cool to have a crush on them. <laughs> no, and that's the other thing that's so wrong in our society is we need to stop teaching like young girls and boys that when a boy's mean to a girl that they're nice to her because now you got high schoolers and girls in college who are like, he hasn't texted me back in three days and he basically told me to F off, but I think he likes me. He's being mean to me, so I think he likes me. That's crazy. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. And it's like... Um, 
my basically this is my thing instead of some fake row code that's made by a bunch of guys sitting around like drinking beer and like whatever here's my bro code okay if i wouldn't want a friend to treat me the way i'm treating them then it's probably not cool to do and so i'm gonna stop doing it and i really think it's that simple i don't need a list of laws about how tall my dog has to be when it's fully grown or who I can share dessert with or whether or not I have to put, I mean, I don't use sunscreen, but if I did use sunscreen, who could apply it to my back? It's like, it's so dumb. And this is the other thing too, is it it doesn't account, like it's okay for you as my friend to put sunscreen on my back, but it would be weird if my friend who's a guy did it. Why? Why? Stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's sunscreen. It's sunscreen. Sunscreen. It's sunscreen. Oh Oh, my god. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. So So I think that what's important to take away from this is that girl code is valid most of the time because most of the time it's just saying like, hey, be a good friend. Also, if you see me going home with a creep, don't let me. Like, so it's basically like protective but I also think it can make things kind of dramatic so and bro code just lose it just forget just throw it away start from scratch get rid of it so I think that you're right Nick the bottom line is just be a good person if someone's being mean if you're being mean to someone just think how would I feel if they were doing this to me so this is the rare occasion where for the debate of the freaking week Katie and I are in agreement the question is is bro code valid and the answer is either no or I'm wrong. So we'll throw that up on the old Instagram. If you're going to weigh in on this vote, just know that we're not just talking about, we're not talking about the whole don't date your friend's ex, don't go after the same girl. Those are valid because those are the same as the girl code ones. What we don't think is cool is encouraging men to not act like they are friends with their guy friends. This is the thing. Is a guy allowed to have a dog other than a German Shepherd? And if you think the answer is yeah, then you don't believe bro code is valid. Yeah. And do you think that Um, men are allowed to use umbrellas? Like, can a guy use an umbrella? This is the other thing. We didn't even get into this. What happens when bro code conflicts with the heteronormative assumptions about chivalry and dating like do you want to be a man or do you want to be a bro like it's so stupid let's tell them about our secret but not no longer secret our fun plan for next episode okay you guys if you can imagine because i know time doesn't exist these days and it feels kind of weird but this Next week will be our 10th episode. And that's, that's pretty crazy because it feels like just yesterday we posted our first episode, you know? So, oh my God, I feel like we've been doing it for years. I feel like this has been going on for <laughs> actually my whole life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember a time without What the Frick. There's life before What the Frick and there's life after it. Like there's, right. That's like the defining moment in my life is starting this podcast. So I really... 
to our like 20 loyal listeners we appreciate you hold on we have more than that for advertisers looking to invest i'm happy to go over all the demographics and data but we have more than 20 listeners yeah i'm just being i'm just being negative but we really do have like the same people hyping us up every week and just know that we love you guys we really appreciate it every time anyone texts me about the pod my heart flutters like i get so excited the other thing i want to point out there's a huge incentive to keep listening because eventually we're going to run out of topics and we're going to just have to keep bringing on some of our listeners as guests. So like keep listening because we're going to need guests at some point. So it's in your best interest. Yes. And also next week, you have the chance to tune into our episode. You have the chance to contribute to our episode because for our 10th episode, we are going to be doing questions from listeners ask us anything how do you identify what a bed bug bite looks like how do you keep your mattress from getting infected with them how do you tell that you're suffering from a bed bug infestation Katie, okay you so have other examples of questions they as much as i love the theme they don't have to be bed bug related you know nick and i oh, are that's true <laughs> And here's the thing. If you ask a question about Nick, I'll answer it for you. So that's let me know if you have any any questions about us, any stories that we want us to dive in on. Let us know. Can someone ask me about um, the last time Katie and I went to Rite Aid together? (gasps) Don't ask about that. Can someone ask about the time that Nick and Katie had a long, heartfelt conversation and then I responded via text? (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a lot so i know you guys are curious you want to know what it is so we're gonna throw up a story on our instagram and ask your questions there and maybe you'll be featured on the episode listen it's good to be back it was nice to join you again i missed you all we won't let it happen again from all of us here at what the frick me katie michelle And the bed bugs. And the bed bugs. We'll see you next Uh, Thursday. See you next Thursday. (laughs)